Hey, 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 everyone. It's Dr. Love, and I'm back. And it's your boy, Coach Crush. Bringing back at you another episode of Dr. Love. Ooh. Oh, man. Coach, I don't know what the play is today, but I was feeling good when I woke up and I thought about this particular topic. I was feeling real good when I thought about it. And do you know what that is? Could you read my mind or, or what? I think I can read your mind. We're going to be talking all about knowing when you're ready wow he wow we are just such good friends that we read each other's minds that's actually crazy yeah actually we were having this like really deep mental telepathy moment where i was i was in the lab writing the playbook you know i was drawing the routes and everything and it was all pointing right back to knowing when you're ready yeah and just like on the field how you need to know when you're ready to turn and to make your cut and to catch the pass absolutely and just like when you're in the operating room and you need to know when to make the cuts when to make the incisions mm-hmm. i'm not actually a real doctor by the way <laughs> yeah, this is I'm a not metaphor a, i'm not even a real coach this is a metaphor know? but if you follow you know you got to know when you're ready to do certain things and if professor heartthrob were here knowing when to pour just the right amount of formula in to make the love the love formula yes. go boom you know the elixir of the love. elixir yeah. of love you know yeah like only he knows how to make but with that being said Knowing when you're ready is something that I think needs a little bit of explanation just because there's so many routes that this could go. You mm-hmm. know, it, there's a lot that's to, there's a lot to say about the topic of knowing when you're ready mm-hmm. to enter a dating relationship. Yeah, I mean, it it's kind of a a tough thing to kind of cover all at once because there's a couple different factors. There's okay, let's say you're dating for the first time and you don't even really know what to expect. Or let's say you've exited a relationship, which this is most likely what this is going to be about this episode. Um, and you're just kind of trying to navigate um, going through and like, okay, here's here's a situation from the past. It ended in this way. There's scar X, Y, and Z. Yep. Has it faded enough? Or have I even moved past it? Is this something I even need to move past? Or is it on me or them or right. whatever it Is your be. self-confidence shot because of it? Mm-hmm. Are you having to work through significant issues that have popped up as a result of that? Mm-hmm. Are you overthinking it? Right. Um, you know, because I think that can be equally as bad as underthinking sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, it, it, people are coming at this from all different angles and from all different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Shoot, you it might it might not even have been a relationship. You might have just been like, look, I can't I can't do any more talking phases. Like mm. I'm sick of yeah. I'm sick of, I'm sick of asking the same questions. I can't do this again. I'm tired of it. Like it's like how much small talk can we do just to get to the to re- Real topic yeah. at hand. Yeah, you know? like let's get to the main course. Like I'm tired of eating the calamari. Like bring out the steak. You know <laughs> what I like, mean? It's please. I've had so many breadsticks. Yeah. Just bring out the. Which I mean, look, breadsticks at Olive Garden are good, but after about eighteen of them, you're like, all right, like man, I should have just gone for the pasta. You know like, what I yeah, mean? that fettuccine Alfredo sounded a whole lot better right <laughs> it now. It is. It is. And too many breadsticks can make you sick. I would know because trust me. Ladies and gentlemen, as a connoisseur of the bottomless salad and breadsticks, there is a limit to how much 
your stomach can reasonably handle of those things. Yeah, I will say for me it was the bottomless breadstick and soup combo. Oh, and the gnocchi, the chicken, yeah, the chicken oh, gnocchi soup. You, I mean, the first bowl is oh, delicious. The second bowl is good, but then. When they're cranking the Parmesan on top oh. of that third bowl, you know it's about to be a series of unfortunate bad decisions that's going to end your yeah, night. Yeah, your toilet's not going to be having fun <laughs> from the hours of midnight till four. But, <laughs> but okay, enough about that. Yeah. Enough about Olive Garden. Hey, if you're listening, sponsor us yeah. because we just gave you a plug. We love your food. Yeah, we but do anyway, love you, Olive Garden. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so knowing when it's okay to start dating, um, I would say... For the most part, to kind of consider moving forward, I'd say it's best to really look back and reflect at least a little bit. You know, it as we were saying earlier, we're talking all about, you know, not wanting to rush into anything, but also you don't want to underthink it either. Um, but or you don't want to overthink it either. Excuse me. Um, so at that point, I mean, we could talk about things like how did your last relationship end? I mean, like, was it really instigated by you or the other person Um, I mean, and it's hard to look at this really objectively, but like who was really at fault, you know, who kind of was the one that let's just say was the baggage of the relationship, or maybe both of you were the baggage of relationship. More often than not, I actually agree that it's more often than not, it's both. It usually is. I mean, because let's be real. I mean, it's so easy, like you said, to be subjective and be like, oh, well, they did this and they did that. And they hurt me in this way and they made this mistake, but it's much, much more difficult to truly look at yourself and be like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, what did I do? Mm -hmm. And so because of that, I recommend, um, sometimes it can be helpful. Like for me personally, having a family member who is kind of a more objective observer, Mm -hmm. kind of lovingly be like, Hey, this is kind of what I noticed Mm -hmm. during this time. And these are some things that I noticed that you did or didn't do. Right. And kind of reflecting on statements of people that you trust and making little course corrections kind of Mm. from that point. Right. And if you don't have a family member that you can really turn to in that way, um, I would say another great choice would be a close friend that you can actually really trust. Um, Usually they're going to know you um, probably better than a lot of other people. Um, But at the same time, you have to make sure you're finding the the friend that maybe is the more abrasive one that will be honest with you. Right. You know, and this is, and, and, and I want to say something here too. I, I think you can, like you said, get into a situation of analysis paralysis mm-hmm. where it's easy, especially if you've had very negative experiences with mm-hmm. relationships, the easiest sort of conclusion would be to say, okay, I'm going to just go the opposite way and I'm going to have a literal friend counselor who will help me analyze all my mistakes Mm -hmm. and I'm going to spend and take all this time working on myself and getting closer to God, which is good, and make all these changes and all these hedges and safeguards for myself so that I never end up making the same mistake again. Which sounds like... It sounds like a, a good, good idea. idea, right? but that is also holding us to, well, one, I feel bad for your poor friend who just has to, you know, be the, I don't want to say the emotional punching bag, but it would kind of be that way. Um, but also for yourself, because you're expecting perfection, you know, you're expecting, I am never going to repeat this mistake right. again. We're going to push through this and 
I mean, ideally, we don't want to make the same mistake again. But of we, course we have tendencies that we can lean into. Right. And I think the best part we can do is recognize those tendencies. And when we feel ourselves going back towards an old habit of ours, maybe that's when we sit, like we take a step back and reel back and be like, okay, right. this is a pattern I know I fall into. Let's go from there, you know? Yeah, and I, and I think I think building on that, it's so easy to kind of get trapped in, the, in that analysis mindset. Mm-hmm. But knowing that you have been set free from those sort of things. Right, like absolutely. God has God has forgiven us. We've been set free from those mistakes. Right. And while we should acknowledge them and while we should mm-hmm. uh, hopefully learn from them and not make the same mistake, mm-hmm. you know, our standard is not perfection. Mm-hmm. Our standard is growing closer to God every day. We were never meant to be, I mean, we were, since, since sin entered the world, we know we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been set free and forgiven, mm-hmm. but we're not perfect and mm-hmm. we never will be perfect. Um, and, but that's not to say too, I mean, we would invite you guys to, if you do find those things that you struggle with, um, give, I mean, spend time in prayer and give that to God. I mean, Yes, we are forgiven, but the way we are sanctified and the way that we grow from things is ultimately by releasing it and giving it to the uh, the high you know the highest power of them all, which isn't us. You right. know, it's going to be God. So absolutely, couldn't agree more. Um, and I think so much of the battle is a leap of faith. So mm-hmm. much of what a relationship is is a leap of faith. Like I, I like to think of it in the context of our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a there's evidence for Christ. There's right. there's concrete, measurable pieces of evidence that support what we believe. Mm-hmm. And Christ also had his earthly ministry where he did actionable, visible, real miracles. Absolutely. And and taught actionable, real things in mm-hmm. synagogues to people. But at the end of the day we were called to have faith. Mm -hmm. We were called to have faith in Christ and in what we believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think, and honestly, as you were talking about that, it made me think of Ephesians 6, 18, we're talking about and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Um, With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And we are, I mean, not to be so like self-centered, but we are the Lord's people, you know, like we can pray for ourselves and pray for others around us. Right. Um, so just, I mean, a little bit off topic there, but I think it's just important to know that we can, like, we can give that to God and we can pray about that in faith and mm-hmm. through our faith because right. God will, God recognizes that and he will redeem that when we give it to him. Right. And because we're not all knowing. Mm-hmm. It, it is truly impossible for us to say or think that we will know exactly what's going to happen, like especially in the context of a relationship. Right. It is a leap of faith in that, yeah, you don't know if something's going to be successful or not. Mm-hmm. It's impossible for you to know. Everything could be perfect on paper. Right. And yet there might, you know, you just don't know. And that's where the faith aspect comes in, mm-hmm. in terms of knowing when you're ready. You do... At some point, you can do all the analysis and all the changes in the world. Right. You can have all the good advice, all the safeguards of your heart, mm-hmm. which are good things. Like, just to be clear, like, I'm not saying to not do that. But at some point, you will have to take a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a really good point. Um, but when talking about taking that leap of faith, um, I would really say, like, 
okay, let's say we kind of do jump into that relationship and we do take that leap of faith, right? Um, let's say we, you know, if Lord willing, we enter into a relationship and it, go, it starts going well, but then things pop up, you know, things from the past might come in, you know, and you're thinking, oh, a scar that I thought was gone has reemerged. How do I handle this? Um, what would you say? Like, how would you handle that situation? Well, I think it's important to have some grace, not only for others, but for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, because I have, I, I wouldn't say that I'm like, I consider myself pretty fortunate to eat while I do have some past relationship, I, mm -hmm. like I guess experience. There wasn't like, I think any horrible, horrible scars that I took from those, which I, I am fortunate to have. However, I did learn a lot of things that I will mm. not be repeating. Right. And I think in order to know kind of when those things pop up, how to deal with that, mm -hmm. I think it's important to look back and it's important to kind of evaluate, okay, well, okay, first off, where does this stem from? Mm -hmm. What specific thing or aspect of this past relationship it doesn't even have to be a relationship. It could be it could be an experience completely unrelated to a relationship too, mm -hmm. but like what does this experience come from? What is the root cause? And then once you identify the root cause, you're able to kind of create a game plan to tackle it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's a great um that's definitely a great way to handle it. I mean, taking a page out of the coach's book, making a game plan, you know, we Exactly. Everyone make a game plan, you know. It's it's a good idea um just in general because you know, you think about, you know, let's say we have an, an iniquity or a sin that we know we struggle with and we know that, you know, it's going to be a problem um, or maybe a potential problem in the future. Um, what realistic steps can we take um, in faith and using the wisdom that we've accumulated over time to continue and push forward and not just completely shut down and be like, okay, um, something pops up and then you just go, oh, I'm done. I'm backing out. Um, it's not you, it's me, nothing personal. And right. then just physically just go off you because know? that's, that's unhealthy as well. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think, you know, it's natural for us to have sinful tendencies because we are people. Mm -hmm. It's about how you respond when those, when those temptations and mm -hmm. those, those things resurface mm -hmm. that determines like kind of what to do. Like I, I almost think, you know, if you're somebody who, let's say in a past relationship, let's let's do a, a scenario here. Okay. So let's say in a past relationship, you really struggled with purity. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like that was something that was really tough. Maybe you made some mistakes mm -hmm. that you regret. Having a game plan of going into like... I, I have known of people who, who they have struggled with that, let's mm -hmm. say in a past relationship, and that's been a hindrance for them in entering anything new because they're like, right. well, I've just, you know, it's just easier for me not to be in a relationship because I know that that happened to me. It's like you know? even the idea of the temptation itself is shutting them off from the idea of being like being what God's called you to exactly. be, you know, and that's 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 Satan having his victory in fear and in and holding you back mm -hmm. because of regret and shame. Mm -hmm. And I there, that that's not to say that there's not some wisdom in addressing mm -hmm. some of your own things, but 
I think in this case, what I would do is I would make sure I would go into my next relationship with a game plan of, okay, mm-hmm. this happened to me before. Right. I know I'm going to have these urges at some point again. Right. But, okay, when that hits, rather than, oh, I'm sorry, like, this isn't going to work, I'm out. Yeah. Which is easier sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I have a game plan of these are some limits I'm going to set. Mm-hmm. I... When this happens, this is what how I will respond. Mm-hmm. That might be an idea, right? I I think in the moments of trial that we you know in those instances like that, let's say with purity or any other area of sin that we struggle with, um, that that's the easiest time to let Satan have the victory. You know, it's like that is like when our faith isn't being tested. Um, what you know, how good is our faith? Right. Like you know, it's like it's only in the times when we are in the trial and in the trenches of like, oh, this is not an ideal situation and I don't know exactly how I'm going to go forward with it, that the best thing we can do is, well, set up a game plan, but, you know, trust in God with that plan that it's the right, you know, the right, right. move to make. Um, so, I mean, I think that's really kind of, I'd say the most important thing for that specific topic, you know, um, but kind of going back a little bit to just talking about like knowing when you're ready as well. Um, you know, we, we talked a good amount about, you know, how your last relationship ended and kind of how that emotionally affected you. Um, but I think it's also, you know, it, it's important to consider what you've pushed through at the same time. It's like, what kind of issues have you currently worked through already? Um, and what kind of issues are, let's say, the non-negotiables of knowing when you're ready and the ones where it's like, I'm going to give myself some grace and say, okay, um, I may not be perfect in this area, but we can go forward from there. Right. And, and I think that also brings up a good point of, we say, we, we just talked a little bit about game plans and kind mm-hmm. of identifying those areas where it's like, okay, I either have to have this or I may not need to have this all the way, but at mm-hmm. least, you know, feel like comfortable. I don't love the idea of setting time limits on yourself or like saying like, okay, I'm going to take this amount of time to do this because it's like, we aren't God, you know, we, we don't know, like respectfully while we're trying to give you advice, Mm -hmm. like we are not saying, okay, for the next three weeks, I want you to work on this. And then yeah. three weeks after, you're going to work on this. And then in six weeks, you are ready. Like, this is not like a fitness plan. Yeah. This is not like, oh, for like an eight-week weight training. This is no, not yeah. anything Mo- to do Monday, with Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're going to be having the pure upper body day. Tuesday, Thursday, you know, we're going to have leg day. And <laughs> no. then your weekends... Those are your off days. Chill. Yeah. This no, 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 no. We're not no. doing that. So I, I, I wanted to just add that qualifier because I'm not advocating that approach because I think that limits God and the amount of work that He can do in your life, and I don't ever want to limit God. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also, and to go off the point of like setting a time limit or saying like, oh, I'm gonna have this block of time to just not do it. It can also lead into just this idea of um, when that time is up, you're like, all right, God. Where's my person? I right. waited. I was faithful in this time. Where, where's my guy? But it's completely girl? artificial. It you is. look back and you're yeah. like, 
okay, like God, you have one, you have one day to answer my prayer. And it's like the day gets the, like, I remember praying. Like I remember when I was a little kid, I wanted a Ferrari. I really wanted one. I've always been a car guy. Like this sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Mm -hmm. I prayed, I was crying because Mm -hmm. I wanted one so bad. And I was a little kid and I prayed, God, I believe that like, you can give me this Ferrari by the end of the day. (laughs) And guess what? The end of the day, I was going to bed. I look out the driveway and there's no Ferrari Ferrari. there. It was not there. And I think, yeah, God wasn't faithful. He didn't give me that Ferrari. But it's like, and we, and that's such a stupid example. Like, obviously, yeah. Like, but But it's in the same vein. It's in the same vein. It's like, we, we put ourselves through these trials of learning Mm -hmm. and, but in in the back of our minds, we have a clock and we're like, Mm -hmm. all right, God, if I can pay my dues enough, Mm -hmm. you're going to, you're going to have to come through in the amount of time that I want you to come through in. Right now we may not be consciously thinking that, but we, I, I would bet that if we're really evaluating that we might be subconsciously operating Mm -hmm. as if that's the truth. And, and when we get in that mindset, I think ultimately it leaves us like we think we're being faithful in our time, but in reality, it's just us defining the path and yeah. it's us defining, all right, it's me being faithful right here. It's right my now. works. It's my, that are purifying myself. Right. And, and it's going to be my timing and, and God, as, as I think as everyone really kind of knows in, in their heart, if you've been in your faith long enough that your timing is typically not God's timing. Very rarely does it line up, I would say. Yeah, I mean, we could even go off on that for quite a bit of time, but... But yeah, yeah. like, but back to the, back to the point at hand of looking back and reflecting on the last relationship, Mm -hmm. why did it end Mm -hmm. is a good question. Yeah. Very basic, but you know, why did it end? Yeah. And that that's a great question to ask yourself. I mean, it's very open, and that's the thing. We we love open ended questions here on Doctor Love because, um, you know, yes or no things. You're probably not gonna get very deep. So okay, why did it end? You, okay, let's do another scenario. Sure. Right. Let's say all right, and you know we might get a little bit heavy on this. That's but fine. Let's say you are in a relationship with your boyfriend, um, and. Let's say he was abusing you. He was not treating you right. Um, and this was going on for like, you know, months and months. Eventually, you, you got to a breaking point. I'm calling it quits. I'm done with this relationship. Um, that is very different than, let's say, oh, I want this. He wants that. Um, and, you know, we're moving in different directions. So we broke it off. Like, those are two very different types of breakups, you right. know? So it's like, you know, when, when we evaluate the past, we, again, you really have to look at yourself, you know, in the mirror and be like, you know, how did it end? Did it end in, and I don't want to say an amicable way, but did it end in a way that left the bruises and let this left the scars or was it, you know, oh, it didn't, this area was kind of bad here. And then we just, it didn't work out. I had to move it to a different state or whatever, you right. know, like, so in the situations where let's say it was a messy breakup, you know, tears were, you know, lots of tears fell, you know, maybe didn't get over this guy or girl for a really long time, or maybe you're not fully over them. You don't, you don't know yet. Um, In those situations, those are the times where you really have to, I mean, at the end of the day, give it up to God the most, you know, it's like, it, it, it almost sounds cliche to say, it's like, Oh, you know, it's like, just pray about it, give it to God, you know, but it's like, 
you have to really get to a point of reflection where it's like, okay, this is something, and I mean, and everything should be like this where I cannot take this on my own and I need to release that, Sure, you know? And, and I was going to say, even for me right now, like it applies to more than just a romantic relationship. Like I, right now I'm in the middle of a job search Mm -hmm. and I'm struggling sometimes mentally with it because I have made some mistakes in the past, maybe with the paths that I have chosen to pursue with employment. Mm -hmm. And it causes you to doubt yourself more moving forward because it's like, oh, like, am I, can I trust myself to really evaluate a job Mm -hmm. for what it is? Or am I, am I romanticizing it? Am I, am I not giving it enough of a chance? Like, am I immediately dismissing jobs that maybe I should be considering more seriously? Mm -hmm. The same thing applies with, with the relationship. It's like you, you don't, you want to evaluate the past, but you don't want to let the past cripple you in terms of like being too cautious. Now that's easier said than done. Yeah. And and I think really in, in any situation, regardless of how it ended, um, you want to hit a point where, Again, it's like you're not overanalyzing. You know, we, we've touched on this a lot, but like, you know, you're not overthinking it. But at the same time, you know, we can really tie that back sure. into the whole idea of, okay, um, what can we do to move forward, game plan, that kind right. of stuff. And how has it emotionally affected you? Mm. So it, that kind of goes hand in hand with how did it end, but how has it emotionally affected you? Um, scenario one, let's say you break up with, uh, your significant other after two months of dating, Yeah, you know, like, let's say, you know, it's a two month thing. You're moving out of state. You break up because, you know, you realize that things are going to be a lot more, you know, a lot more difficult. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's, you're moving in two different directions and you know, Hey, this probably isn't the the right thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you process that emotionally? Which it it still would be probably difficult. Yeah, and, and that's still a challenge. Like it doesn't have to be the most difficult breakup ever for right. it to not be a challenge. You know, like yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think in those types of situations, really, it's like okay, um, you know, it's I don't know it it's the, uh, just the type of thing for me. I don't know why I'm blanking right now. Like I I had a thought and now it's kind of (laughs) gone. Would you repeat the question? Honestly, So how has it emotionally affected you? How has it emotionally affected you? Yeah. Um, Good. I mean, great question. Again, great question to ask yourself because you can think that you're at a point where, you know, you're like, Oh, I'm all good. I'm ready. But then it's like, let's say you hop into another thing, another relationship. And then you're like, Oh, Mm, I'm still thinking about someone else. Ooh. Yeah, it's like, you know, and, and again, it's like, let's say the breakup wasn't super messy, but it's like, this person's still on my mind. Um, what would you say about that? It's like, if that person right. is on their mind, is it wrong to have those kinds of ideas and those thoughts? No, I. so this is actually an interesting opinion. I don't think, I think a lot of people will disagree with me on this, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's a wrong thing to have somebody else on your mind necessarily Mm -hmm. like in another relationship as long as that on your mind isn't dominating your life right like i I think you can process through a relationship and still 
have good memories of the person, mm-hmm. still think about them from time to time. Because, I mean, let's face it, your brain does not simply allow you mm-hmm. to completely erase people from your mind. No. And, and- Otherwise we would not struggle with putting things in the past. Well, and I think to even try to do that is not a healthy thing either. No, you know? because we like that's going against the way we were designed. We were designed to, like I remember what I had for lunch one day in second grade, all right? Like if I can remember that, of course I'm going to be able to remember and have a relationship on my mind, good or bad. And hey, there's nothing wrong with remembering that juicy delicious steak you had at this five-star hotel, restaurant, whatever. Like, there's nothing wrong with reminiscing on past right. things um, and what you did have. But at the same time, um, it, I mean, it can hit an unhealthy point. It, it can hit, you know? like, if, if you're actively desiring or, like, being or reminiscing in a way that's or comparing you, the comparing, prospect. That's the That right there, I'm glad you said comparing because I think that's the single most destructive thing you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I I will say that you can remember, you can enjoy the memories even, Mm -hmm. but the second you start comparing two different people you've been in a relationship with is is the moment where things go off the rails for me. Yeah. Because they're different. You cannot... You can't compare compare an apple to an orange. Right. And you you can't compare something that you're reminiscing on with rose-colored glasses because let's face it. Time does like time passed. You romanticize so many of the good details, mm-hmm. and you your brain forgets a lot of the bad things. For real, like it's like some of the the good memories you have of a family vacation. Mm-hmm. You remember the white sand beach and the beautiful waves, but you don't remember how you fought with your sister in the kitchen that morning. You don't remember about eat. you don't remember the, the car ride you had on the way there where everyone's screaming and complaining and yeah, and, and you have to pee every couple hours and then everybody's pissed off because Ooh, they're riding in a car the, ride. Pee, yeah. in the <laughs> pee in the bottle. You know we've been there, but yeah. no, you remember the vacation and the fun, and it's like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna gloss over the bad, and it, if you do play the comparison game, it's easy to now look at your current situation and be like, oh well, we fought today. Mm. Oh, but remember when we went on this fun vacation? Yeah, remember when me and this other person, you know, went on this picture-perfect vacation and we were on the boat? Like, no, like, you can't do that because that ultimately, like, you had those days with that last person, but you may not remember. And that. it did end. And it did Because end. otherwise, like, that that's another thing to remind yourself. Like, if you're really struggling to let go of a relationship, mm-hmm. it ended. Yeah. Like for better or worse, it's like it ended, and that's not to say that maybe, maybe people's paths can recross in the future. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like continuing to to allow that mm-hmm. to define your current state of mm-hmm. readiness is is unfortunate. I think. Yeah, and again, if you're at a point though, like really, if you're at a point where you are so hung up on this person. Um, you might not be ready. You might not be ready. You know, <laughs> and this like, is all about knowing when you're ready. So we do not want to say ignore your like ignore your feelings and just dive in. That is n- by no means what we're trying to say. We're trying to just ask these questions of ourselves mm-hmm. and asking you to ask questions about right. yourself. Absolutely. To evaluate. Well, and I think really at the like at the end of the day too. Because, like, we're playing both sides of the coin here. and We're saying, like, oh, here's an example of how you might not be ready, but how you can push through it. 
but you really might not be ready. Like we're not giving a super concrete answer, but I, I think, and, and this might, I mean, I think some people might disagree with this advice either or at the same time. Um, it's like, if you aren't even putting yourself in a position where it's like, you're letting yourself move on. It's like, like, okay, like you can dip your toe in the water and see how it feels. You know, like there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, and I think people get so caught up on the idea of, oh, if you, like in order to be ready, you got to be all in. You got to just be like, all right, this person is my new this like, is, world. Yeah. This is it. I, I dis yeah, I disagree with the notion that you have to have everything 100 mm-hmm. percent T's crossed, I's dotted, because the reality is, like we've said in other episodes and related to other things. You will never be at a point in life mm-hmm. where you are a hundred percent feeling ready with everything that you have going on. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be something. Oh well, my job doesn't pay quite enough to you know, or and mm-hmm. eh, like I don't know if you know this per like I don't know you know I don't trust myself quite enough or oh well I might be leaving at this time so mm-hmm. I it looks like I you know I'm out of time or or even aspects like. I mean, it, that's like the, the the situation of like, you know, very like, like, let's say date and time type stuff. But it's like, oh, it's like this person I'm kind of into, but I don't know enough about. So do I go further with this or not? Or do I just step back yeah, and you know, shy away, you know? You know, and, and like, and that's not to say it's like if there's a person that you're kind of interested in, but it's like there's other bad vibes. Like, you know, maybe do some evaluating there. But yeah. it's like, you know, it's like if there's a person that you are kind of interested in, what's you know, what's the point or what's the problem with seeing where the next step leads. Right. And cause, cause at the end of the day, like, okay, it, it might not lead anywhere, and, but that's okay. But that's you know? okay. Which brings a perfect segue into the next point. Mm-hmm. What have you pushed through? Mm. I think it's like, we learn mm-hmm. from these experiences and that's not to say, you know, again, I think this episode has naturally kind of geared itself more towards people who have had some previous experiences, but the same thing, like mm-hmm. e- even if this is your first time dating, it's like, what have you learned or pushed through in your life that has brought you to the point where you are at today? I would challenge, and yeah. I will say that you know, if you've escaped out of a bad relationship, if you mm-hmm. have had multiple past relationships, you are equipped and you have learned life lessons. Mm-hmm. So give yourself a little credit right. too, because it's like that is difficult, and the fact that you are wanting to move on is in and of itself. Progress. An important step, yeah. and it is progress. If you can self-recognize that, mm-hmm. you are on the right track. Absolutely, and honestly, to really go back to the point, like, and and I, I would like to spend some time talking about maybe you know the first relationship people out sure. there who haven't really jumped into it. Um, you know, all this advice can, I mean, because we're talking about past relationships, but you could really apply any of like. Okay, what did you experience in life that's led you to this point? Right. I mean, like even friendships, I think have right. so many parallels. Not obviously all, but like a lot of just getting along with people and dealing with, or that. like relationships with family members. Yes. you know, it's like how do you navigate through tough times with them? You know, it's like you know we we can talk like let's say again let another small scenario. Let's say you had a rough upbringing and like you know. Let's say there was just bad stuff that happened throughout your childhood that's kind of led into how you feel now. Um, how what can you do to navigate that and look at that objectively and say like, okay, here's an area that I was kind of attacked in when I was younger, but 
how can we be healthy and move forward and, and show like, Hey, I do have value. Right. I am enough, you know, like that. Or kind like, of yeah. If you have a bad relationship with your mom or your dad, right. or like if they weren't around or mm-hmm. you kind of have some resentment mm-hmm. towards that. Okay. Like recognizing, Oh man, like I have a lot of anger in my heart or I have like a lot of bitterness or, mm-hmm. or uh, cynicism in this yeah. particular area. Like how, how can I um, acknowledge that? And how can mm-hmm. I kind of, keep have have an objective observer in my life that will keep me accountable in terms of how I view that you know and and I think and I think some people kind of can get on the idea that or it's like they almost don't consider their family enough you know it's like they don't consider their relationship with you know let's say let's say they did have a bad relationship with their mom or their dad you know it's like that can really um affect you in really poor ways you know so it's like um I think it's also important to take a step back and look at, you know, and, and if you are in the situation, you know, look at, look at your family, you know, look at your family history, look at, you know, your brothers and sisters and, you know, mom and dad and whoever else there may be. Um, and just be like, okay, this happened and I don't want to project whatever bad qualities on my future partner. So how can right. I, how can I navigate that? Right. Because I mean, as, as much as they, you know, as much as people will be like, oh, this isn't true. The apple doesn't always fall too far from the tree. Right. And now sometimes you may feel like you're extremely different than your parents, but a lot of those differences come about because you don't want to do something that you saw them do. And and I, I've noticed a lot too, a lot of tendencies that can creep in are as a direct result of what they did and you don't even realize it, right. you know? Like, um, if you have super strict parents and you're a people pleaser, like I am, mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying my parents are super strict. I'm just saying, like, as a people pleaser, mm-hmm. I'm naturally going to have tendencies towards making those around me happy. Right. Doing what makes other people in my life happy with me. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I have this opposite tendency where I'm like, oh, like I just want to do something for me once, (laughs) like just once, like do something that I want to do. So it's like you have that rebellious flair to you Mm -hmm. as well. And it's kind of like, okay. It's clashing with itself. It's clashing with itself because it's like you have these two sides that are kind of tugging at you like, okay, do I go with this one or do I go with this one? Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe neither of them is always the right thing for me. Like, it's like, do I just go along with what everybody wants me to do? Or do I go just with just the opposite? (laughs) Maybe neither of those is the best, but it's like, let's try to find the happy medium in between, you know? Yeah. And, and I guess, so giving yourself credit in terms of what you've pushed through, because I think it's difficult out there. And especially in our modern day and age where it's like, with with things like ghosting and with the, with all There's the ways that There's a lot of brokenness that that's in our modern society. So much brokenness from a younger and younger age. Like you mm-hmm. you see high schoolers dealing with stuff that is insane. Like a lot of broken relationships, a lot of just broken people mm-hmm. have broken relationships. Yeah. And while that's always existed because we've been broken since the fall. Mhm. I feel like it's only been exacerbated or made more obvious in the it recently because mm-hmm. it, there's just so m- many more ways to break people. I, yeah, there's so many more ways to break people that really, I mean, we didn't even know like existed before. Right, you right. know, it's like we have new avenues, new technology, just new everything where it's just really opened the field. It almost feels like mm-hmm. to just more heartbreak and pain. 
And that that's just kind of, I mean, not to get too blackpilled off the deep end, but like that's just kind of the result of our society kind of gradually, you know, being away from God. Yeah, you know? we've abandoned the foundation of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that that is one reason why you see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um now not to be too not to yeah. end on I'm not yeah. going to end on that no. note. Um but you know, we say all this and and you know, then you want to think about what continues to be a challenge for you. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where communication, honesty and authenticity comes back into play. Absolutely. Cuz core values of Dr. Love. I mean, look, let's say you're considering, you know, getting back into the game. Mm-hmm. I think if you if you met a person that you really do feel like, okay, I've evaluated objectively, I've had somebody speak to me about it, like this is something I feel confident about, I feel ready. Mhm you've got to be feel comfortable with communicating what your challenge areas are to right. the other person. Like, because at the, at the end of the day, you can know in the back of your mind what those challenge areas are, right. but unless you verbalize that or communicate that, you're going to have a really hard time with making, with, like making sure that those don't pop back up frequently. Well, well, and the thing is too, is like, I, I personally would not even want to put that other person in that situation because you know, they can't read your mind and they don't mm-hmm. know what you struggle with. So when they like, let's say you do have an episode, something, you know, like, you know, things are not going well and you're not doing good. They look at that. They just say, Oh, this person's crazy. Like what is going on? Right. You know, it's like, they don't even know where these tendencies come from. So it's like, absolutely be authentic, communicate yeah. that with them. And hopefully they will communicate theirs with you as well. Sure. And grow together in that way. Because you can help guard each other too. Mm-hmm. Like, if I knew that my significant other had issues with a particular thing, let's mm-hmm. just throw something out there. Pride. Let's say pride. Yeah. Okay. I would not put her in a position mm-hmm. to where she would be comparing herself, or comparing herself or, yeah. in that way. Like, mm-hmm. it's not to say like shy away from any and everything that even remotely would, you know. But it is just like walk into situations with some awareness of like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a problem area. You know, if purity is a hard thing for you, mm-hmm. which I think it is for a lot of us. Oh, do I think that staying at her place till three in the morning, like alone is a great idea? Yeah. Like maybe, you know, maybe you set that rule of like, hey, I need you to keep me accountable right. on this too. Because it's like, yeah, you can trust yourself. But again, when you find yourself, hey, Everyone has a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. Like, right. my t- yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you can you can talk a big game of, oh, I have this game plan and, oh, like, I have all these safeguards. But then you find yourself in that situation. It's like, okay, here's where the rubber meets the road. When the left hook hits you in the face and you're on the ground and you're kind of dazed a bit, really, like, what is the next step you make? Are you relying on your instincts right. of what you're used to doing in the past? Or are you actively and consciously making a choice of, hey let's you know re re or navigate this in in a healthy way right um and and so it's important all we all we're bringing this up for is it's important to consider all of this before Mm -hmm. um jumping into something but knowing when you're ready is a nuanced thing and notice how we have never throughout this episode claimed to give a definitive answer right because i don't believe that there is a one-size-fits-all answer for this Mm -hmm. for everybody yeah I also don't believe that there's a set time limit you need. For some people, it might be a week. 
For some people, it might be a year. For some people, it might be a month. For some people, it might be three months. It could be yeah, five years. Knows? I don't know. Like, and, and this is the this is where the Lord comes in and can work in your life. Mm-hmm. I think trusting the Lord is the most important 100%. thing you can possibly do, more than anything we have just said. Mm-hmm. Trust the Lord and let Him guide your your path. Use godly wisdom to ultimately um, decide the path, and you know, by faith, absolutely. Um, I, what we are really trying to do here is again, like we're not giving a definitive answer and we know that, but you know, we, we want to supply each and every one of you with tools and questions to ask yourself. And I mean, if there's a question that we didn't cover, I mean, let yourself have that internal, um, kind of debate and dialogue with yourself again, you don't get to the point of overthinking it, yep. but it's like, everyone's different and everyone has different things that they got to work through. Right. So, we, we hope that these tools really helped you guys out. We hope that everything we've said here today might be bringing some light on the situation um, and maybe helping some of you guys move past a, a scar from the past or whatever in, in however aspect right. that may look. Yeah. Um, but I think that pretty much wraps up the topic that we got here today. Yeah, that pretty much does it. Uh, again, you know, don't let fear or analysis paralysis holds you back mm-hmm. also be wise and seek outside counsel know that you know we've been set free at the same time evaluate those mistakes evaluate the challenges be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and and continue to pursue honesty communication authenticity and ultimately pursue the lord above Absolutely. everything else Uh, And with that being said, thanks. This has been a great episode of Dr. Love. See you next time. You guys have a good one.